Amigos, your relationship needs support. When I think back to my marriage and the period of it when my husband and I were struggling the most, we both realized that in order for us to overcome the number one issue in our relationship, we needed to do something radically different than what we were already doing, even different from what the generations before us did. We realized we needed support. And that support came in the form of marriage therapy. That's why I'm so grateful for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. You see, marriage therapy was the game changer for my relationship. It allowed my partner and I to finally take a step back and have somebody else walk us through what was actually going on. Eventually, we both realized that most of the issues that we had with each other had actually nothing to do with the other person, but more so to do with our own unhealed trauma and our own things that we hadn't taken the time to process, but somehow was still showing up in our relationship. And that's why I love BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or even video call. You can even message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can totally switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked just for you. More scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash one day at a time. That's BetterHelp.com slash one day at a time. The link to this coupon will be right here in my podcast notes. And listen, amigos, at this point, you've tried it all when it comes to your relationship and nothing is working. You don't have anything to lose by asking for the support that you know that you need in the form of therapy. And what a better way to do that than with better help. Coming up on the One Day at a Time podcast. You miss the questions that are necessary to be asked. And then five years down the road, you're like, why are we together again? And the reason why you ask yourself that five years later, after the kids, after the house, is because you never took the time in the beginning of the relationship to do any of that work because you were so focused on being in a checklist marriage and just checking it off a list like done, done, done. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves, life coach and speaker. I went from lacking authenticity in my relationships, having really shaky boundaries with loved ones, and getting caught up in the cycle of toxic relationships, to finally standing firm on my values, knowing the difference between privacy and boundaries, and getting comfortable with the identity of putting myself first without feeling the guilt. Each week on this show, I will be sharing relationship advice, real-life testimonies, and my proven strategies on how to finally resolve the issues in your relationship. As a life coach, I help women overcome the number one issue that exists in their relationship so that they can show up as themselves. Whether the issue is communication, a loss of your self-identity, or even your struggles with setting boundaries, I will help you create results in your relationship that actually stick and feel genuine to who you know you are and who you know God is calling you to be. 
working together will help you finally achieve the freedom from the stress this relationship is giving you. I will help you figure out the exact steps you need to take to have difficult conversations in your relationships, to set the boundaries that were needed years ago, and to finally have peace in your relationship so that you can show up as the partner you desire to be. You know this is not you. This isn't the real you. So let's work together to bring the real you to the forefront. Let's make it loud and clear what it is that you want. I want to help you do that. Go to the link in the podcast notes to book a sales call with me where we'll talk more about what's going on in your life and figure out how to get your life back. I cannot wait to meet you. If you're loving this podcast and enjoying the juicy relationship gems, then head over to follow me on my socials at Karina F. Daves on Instagram and TikTok. Or head over to my website, KarinaFDaves.com and subscribe to my newsletter, Release Your Relationship, where I share weekly relationship advice on how to overcome the number one issue in your relationship. Now, if you're really loving this podcast, don't forget to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and share it with all of your amigos. Reviews are such a personal way to hear your voice and have the ability to interact with our community. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And now, the One Day at a Time podcast. Amigos, buenos dias. Welcome back to One Day at a Time with your host, me, Karina F. Daves. Today, we're going to be talking about you're in a checklist marriage. Now, this is a very sensitive topic for many of us, and I want to walk you through how to identify if you're in a checklist marriage and what exactly to do about it. And yes, it is about 15, 20 minutes before I have to start working, but I chose sleep last night, y'all. If anybody commutes from the city to uh, Central or South Jersey, y'all know that last night New Jersey Transit was wild and there was a brush fire or something by Edison and many of us were stuck having to do alternative routes. And last night, I did it again. I always meet strangers and somehow carpool home with Uber and we figure it out. But by the time I got home, I wasn't in the mood to record my usual recordings on Wednesday evenings. And I knew that it's important to not pour out when you're empty yourself, right? Because there's this feeling of wanting to just check it off a list that you did it. And I don't like swimming in the pool of being a checklist human, a checklist Christian, nor being in a checklist marriage. So this morning, I'm going to talk to you about how to identify if you're in a checklist marriage. Now, again, this topic is very sensitive and you can honestly make this also if you're in a checklist relationship, right? It can go either way. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready because I got to go to work. Okay, here we go. So being in a checklist marriage is, think of it as a goal that you have, right? Like it's something that you want to do in your life. You want to accomplish. It's part of, right? Like you want your career, you want to save, you know, $100,000 and getting married is like on your list of things. And so when you're on that route, you're very much hyper-focused on the task of being with someone and being in a relationship and getting married. And so you sort of ignore a lot of things. So let me explain. When you're in a checklist relationship or checklist marriage, what ends up happening is that when you meet somebody, when you meet the person that you start to believe is your person, you start to ignore 
their fundamental values, right? Like you even start to ignore your own fundamental values, your values around faith, your values around money, your fundamental values around love, your fundamental values around children, right? Like how you will raise your kids. Do you even want kids? You ignore the fundamental values of just navigating life and you're more focused on being in a relationship with this with a person than actually being in a relationship with this person because they're equipped with values that match your own. You understand? So that's check one, right? So if you're hyper-focused on being in a relationship and being married, when you're in a checklist marriage, what happens in the beginning is that you're more focused on the person than you are being with someone that matches and has the fundamental values that are very similar to yours, okay? And then you decide, I can fall in love with this person. And along the way, you even ignore some red flags, like fundamental value red flags, okay? And essentially, some of us, especially people pleasers, will just have empathy and say, I can fix this. I can help you, right? Like, I can help you navigate like we're supposed to help each other. It is what it is. And I get that. I've been there myself when I was in a toxic relationship in which I almost got married, but praise God for rerouting me. Anyways, the second thing that ends up happening when you're in a checklist marriage or checklist relationship is it's time to get married. (laughs) You've decided like it is what it is. We're just going to work through this. Our values may not be the same, um, but I, I just really, really like them. It's so interesting how you can fall so deeply in love with somebody whose values literally don't match your own. We're going to talk about that more in another episode. Or you can go to my newsletter, Release Your Relationship, in the link in my bio, and I will talk about it in my email series, okay? So the second thing is you move on and you're like, I'm ignoring the values and the fundamental values, and we're going to go straight to getting married because you want to get married. And what happens is that in this period, you focus more on the celebration of what marriage is than the purpose of your marriage. So the way to know if you're in a checklist marriage or a checklist relationship is that the decisions that you're making are not based upon thinking about what the purpose of God bringing you both together is. You're not thinking about how God will use you to serve, right? Because you guys are a team, so you're meant to do something. You have a purpose and you have a community or a purpose to serve. Like you're not thinking about the why, right, of your relationship. When you're deciding that you want to spend the rest of your life together, you're not focused on the why or the purpose or like what God is ordaining, why God is bringing you together. There's no like deepness to it. Instead, you're more focused on the celebration. And the celebration is amazing, right? Like it's it can be a very beautiful thing. But when you're in a checklist relationship or a checklist marriage, you're more hyper-focused on the show and the glamour than you are on the heart and the purpose of why God is bringing you together. Why is the world anointing both of you during this period of your life to be with one another? Could it be for a season? Could it be to teach you both a lesson? Or was it really to be together for the rest of your lives? And when you focus so much on the celebration and the show and what you guys will wear to some fancy dinner or how you will celebrate something miraculous like a one-year anniversary when you're so hyper focused on that you can't 
really think about your purpose and your values and you miss the questions that are necessary to be asked. And then five years down the road, you're like, why are we together again? And the reason why you ask yourself that five years later, after the kids, after the house, is because you never took the time in the beginning of the relationship to do any of that work because you were so focused on being in a checklist marriage and just checking it off a list, like done, done, done. You understand? Okay. And I want you to know, that none of this is meant to blame or judgment you. I don't want you jumping into the judgment pool or blaming yourself or shaming yourself. I'm going to give you the tools necessary to fix yourself back up because you deserve more than this, okay? And many of us do fall in the trap of being in a checklist marriage. And I want you to know that it's also an opportunity for God to reveal many things to you, okay? So I don't want you to feel upset. Well, you can feel upset if you want. You can do whatever you want. But I don't want you to sit in that pool for very long, okay? So... When you're in that space of a checklist marriage, again, you're more focused on the wedding and the show than you are on the purpose of the marriage. You're more focused on the fantasies of the how, right? That's my third point. When you're in a checklist marriage, you're more focused on the fantasies of the how. So how are we going to get this house? How are we going to get these kids? How are we going to, you know, do um, these careers? How are we going to do this schedule? So you're more focused on the how and the navigation of that rather than the heart. And what I want you to understand is that yes, the schedules and all of those things are important, but if you haven't taken the time to figure out the why, the how is not sustainable. You gotta understand something. The how in your relationship right now is great temporarily. Figuring out the how you will live the rest of your lives together is important, but it's not sustainable. What is more important to figure out is why you are together. Why are you in this marriage? Why did God bring you both together? Why have you chosen to love one another? Why will you be together and how you will serve God through this anointing that he did, right? Like, why are you together? If you don't take the time to focus and figure out the why, the how will eventually become dismantled. You need the why to be so strong in order for the how in your relationship and your marriage to actually work out. You understand? The why is so important in your relationship. And you're going to be asking yourself the why many, many times over and over again. But the longer that you ignore the why of your relationship and just focus on the how we will get things done and how we will get through things, the more, one, you will lose yourself, and two, you will begin to resent your marriage. I can promise you that. You understand? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right. So what ends up happening when you're in a checklist marriage is that you go through all these things that I just mentioned, right? You focus more on the person as a person checking them off to be in a relationship with rather than their values. You focus more on the show and the celebration and the wedding rather than the why of the marriage. And then three, you focus more on the how we will do all these things of the house and the mortgage and the money and the careers rather than the why do we want to do these things with each other, right? And so what happens for most people that are in a checklist marriage is that they wake up one day and they realize that you're only together 
for the how. You're only together for the kids. You're only together for the money. You're only together for the career and for the contentment of the schedules that you've put together. That's your only why at that moment. And you, in that moment, will ask yourself, like, you're going to want to go to your partner about all these things. And what I want to challenge you in these moments is if you find yourself in a checklist marriage or a checklist relationship is that I want you to hold off on talking to your person just for a second, for a day when you wake up and feel this weight on you. And I want you to hold off for two reasons. One, because your person may be living either in two places in the fantasy of everything is fine and everything is great. Or two, they may also be in the same place that you are and they may not know how to process it. So what I want to offer you in that moment is that you need to focus on yourself first. You need to set yourself up first in order to figure out what it is that you want in this relationship. I want you to tell yourself that through this next season, as you figure out how you're going to navigate your relationship, being in a checklist marriage, is that you're going to tell yourself that you're going to give it your best shot. Now, as a coach, I will never tell you to stay or leave. That is not my role. But what I will do is help you navigate the opportunities for what God is trying to expose to you through this relationship. You see, when you're in a checklist marriage and you realize it, yes, we get upset. Yes, we get frustrated. However, it's an opportunity for God to show you something to expose not just something about your partner and your relationship, to, but to expose something about you, about what happened, about the underlining cause. So when you're in this place, I want you to repeat after me, I'm going to give it my best shot. That's it. I'm going to give it my best shot because that's all you can do is give it your best shot. Numero dos, I want you to tell yourself that you're going to be yourself your most raw and authentic self. Now, I'm not talking about you're going to curse everybody out because let me tell you something. You're going to be a little bit angry because for most of us that have been, and I'm not including myself, but <laughs> for many of us that have been in, well, actually, let me correct that. I would say that when Terrence and I got married, and now we're going to shift a little bit, immediately I knew that that was my person. Like I remember praying about it. I remember praying for him and it happening. And we did all that unpacking of values. But I remember like maybe year two or three becoming stuck so much in the routine that of life that we forgot to continue asking ourselves why. And I felt us putting our feet in to a checklist marriage. Mm. But we got out. Praise God due to Dr. Carr, due to our um, church community, due to all the angels of support that the Lord sent us. Anyways, but we had to decide, one, to give it our best shot. Two, to show up as yourself. Okay? And if you feel yourself getting upset, if you feel yourself getting frustrated and you're not sure how to navigate those feelings, I'm going to tell you something. One, God is there. He is present. You can call on him. Number two, he has created many people like coaches and therapists to help you navigate through this. Okay, lean on that, all right? No matter the cost, and I know it's, it's, it's a crazy world out there, but your life 
and the navigation of where God is trying to take you is much more valuable than anything. All right. Anyways, number two, you're going to show up, decide to show up as yourself. Number three, number three, <laughs> number tres, you're going to start to unpack your values. Now, here's the thing. The values was something that you ignored from the beginning, right? So when you're in a checklist marriage, you ignore the values. You focus so much on the person and, and wanting to be in this relationship and wanting to be with them that you ignore not just the red flags, you ignore the values. You ignore the fundamental values of how that person navigates through life with their money, raising their kids, their faith. You ignore all of that. People's values is how they will show up to every room. People's values determines how they will show up when there's a crisis, how they will show up when there's a celebration, how they will show up to any situation. People forget that. Like your life is full of similar situations with just different narrations. Like you ever heard the term, es la misma mujer con diferente peluca? It's the same woman with a different wig. Your life is the same, but just same person with different wigs. All right, I went off a little bit there. So when you're in a checklist marriage, you don't focus on the values. You go straight to the person. And what I want to offer you is that if you're going to give it your best shot, number one, number two, you're going to decide to be yourself. Number three, you're going to focus on your values and what it is that you want. And number four, while you give it your best shot, you're going to decide to get to know each other, to get to know each other from a space of being yourself, of your fundamental values, and is showing up as giving it your best shot. All these things, these things, showing up as yourself, giving it your best shot, deciding to get to know each other and figuring out your own and each other's values are going to give you the answers that you need to make the decision. You understand? This is what is fundamentally going to show you and expose to you who you're with and what it is that you wanna do. You understand? It's really that simple. Relationships aren't meant to be as complicated as they are right? <laughs> but, you know, the world and then we get in the mix and make it super complicated. And listen, as I said before, I don't want you swimming in the pool of shame. I don't want you swimming in the pool of guilt and beating yourself up for being in this relationship at all. No, I want you to simply focus on the fact that you made a decision. It turned out a certain way and you have the power to reroute your life and figure out what it is that you want. You see, God knows your heart. He knows when you made this decision, perhaps you weren't fully present. If you are now in a checklist marriage or a checklist relationship, it wasn't fully you. You were so hyper-focused on the task that you ignored the person, that you ignored the why. You focus so much on the how that you ignored the why. So much on the celebration and the sexiness of it that you ignored the why. You ignored why it is that God is putting you together. I can tell you for me before I hop off, because I got to go to work, is that I remember praying about the why. And actually, Lord, strike me if, if I'm wrong about this, but I do remember praying about this separately and then coming to my husband about it and us both having similar Ooh, I just felt I just felt compelled to share something with you um, about marriage. But okay, hold on, God, I'm I'm getting there. Um, I remember having visions and praying about my relationship with my husband that 
our relationships, our tribulations, and the things that we were going to go through was going to help so many other couples in some way, whether it was in us individually talking to women and men or us talking to couples together and whether those conversations happened on our kitchen, in our kitchen or happened right here through social media, it was eventually going to happen. And that was what God wanted us to do and how he wanted us to serve. And so I guess the story that God wants me to share with you, which is completely off topic. And so I'm just going to be obedient and share this story with you. Um, We were in our seventh year of marriage and I was journaling. And as I was journaling, I wrote to God, um, I feel like I can't be as joyful as I want to be. And uh, the Lord convicted me to talk to Terrence about it. And so I asked my husband, like, can we chat for a second? And, you know, every single time your partner asks you to talk, like, you know, it's pretty serious. Um, Okay, 80% of the time it's serious. Um, And so my husband came into my office and he sat. There used to be a chair back there, but he sat in that chair and his hands were like literally on the arms. I remember this moment. And um, I said, you know, Terrence, like we now bought this house when we moved away And I really feel that you wanted me to be a version of myself that wasn't really me. And I know that you did it out of protection. Now, let me give you some context. When I moved in with my husband after we got married, we moved into his place. And I um, immediately, like, I'm a very, like, hey, how's it going? Like, anywhere I go, I, you know, say hi to people, hold doors, all of that. And my husband is a very much a protector and he was very much in a space of like, you don't have to say hi to everybody. Like people can follow you. People can start to attach themselves to you and want to hurt you. And so he started to really, you know, advise me to be less joyful and more on protect mode. And to an extent, like he had a point, but it wasn't like, everywhere I went. It was more so just places where I needed to, you know, have enough discernment to figure out who showed up, right? And so when uh, my husband and I lived in that apartment, it was very much like on guard all the time. And it became part of my personality and that's not who I was. And so in this conversation, seven years later, I said, you know, that's not really me. And I actually don't fear getting hurt. Like it is what it is. Like God's got me anyways. And and I know it sounds crazy, but I was like, Terrence, listen, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. I know you love me, but like I, at the end of the day, I can't live my life not being as joyful as I am. And in that moment, it was crazy. And whether or not you believe me, in that moment, the lights in this office began to flicker. And my husband looked at me and it was as though somebody else was speaking. And he said, I know that you trust me, but at the end of the day, I can't be your everything. God is your everything. And your name is Karina, God's daughter at the end of the day. And while I'm here to guide you, God is your source. Not me as your husband, not me as your friend, not me as your partner. God is your source. So even if I 
attempt to tell you something and guide you, always lean on God. Always. And then literally the light stopped flickering and he leans back and he was like, Woof, did you feel that? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And I started crying. And it was this moment where I, I went over to him and I sat on his lap and, and we just embraced each other. And I, and I really can't tell you more about that moment because I, I really can't even remember all of it. But it was this, um, this moment where I felt like God was, was speaking through my husband to remind me that all of my eggs have to be in God's basket not my husband's, not everybody else's. And I think that when you're in such a deep partnership like marriage or when you have kids together and you're choosing each other, it can be so much pressure on that other person to be your everything. And they're not. God is your everything. God wants you to lean on him and not everybody else. And I don't know who that message was for today and it had absolutely nothing to do with the topic of this episode. But I hope that it helped. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go to work and so do you. So let me pray for you, okay? Father God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you so much for the discernment that you provide to be able to deliver your word. Father God, as many of us head to work, if you're in the tri-state area, I hope that this rain um, doesn't affect you and that you remain safe and that you remain covered. Lord, I pray over the relationships that can hear my voice. I pray over their hearts, over their frustration, over their anxieties. And I pray that there be an anointing and a releasing of any negativity, Lord. Satan is real. Satan is real and he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And I ask that you lay your sword down, Father God. May we stop on every single snake that wants to ruin us. And may we only show up with the armor and strength of God every single day, the shield of God. All of it, Father God, allow us to show up, strengthen us, motivate us, commit with us, allow us to commit with you. Allow us to show up as ourselves every single day because you created us this way. We love you so much. In your name we pray, amen. All right, listen. If you're at a space in your life where you're ready to overcome the number one conflict in your relationship, which in this case is the fact that you're in a checklist relationship, I want to help you overcome that conflict together so that you could show up as yourself, so that you could figure out what values actually align in your life, so that you could figure out what it is that you want for yourself, right? Like God didn't mean for you to navigate this entire thing called life alone. He built community for a reason. He built angels of support for a reason. And I want to guide you through that. Okay, go to the link in my bio and book a sales call so we can talk about what's going on, my treatment plan, and how we can get you to this better place to overcome this conflict in your relationship. All right, listen, this podcast is free. Make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, leave me a review, write me a review, rate it, share it with all of your amigos, and go to the link in my bio and sign up for my weekly newsletter on relationships called Release Your Relationship. I want to help you release your relationship through my weekly email series where I help you overcome the number one issue in your relationship. All right? I love you so much. I hope you have a blessed day. All right? Te quiero mucho. Ciao. 
If you're loving this podcast and enjoying the juicy relationship gems, then head over to follow me on my socials at Karina F. Daves on Instagram and TikTok. Or head over to my website, KarinaFDaves.com, and subscribe to my newsletter, Release Your Relationship, where I share weekly relationship advice on how to overcome the number one issue in your relationship. Now, if you're really loving this podcast, don't forget to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and share it with all of your amigos. Reviews are such a personal way to hear your voice and have the ability to interact with our community. Thanks so much for listening to the show and feel free to always hit me up on Instagram via DMs or anywhere on my socials. Te adoro mucho.